Welcome to Psychology Has It Backwards. This series will question the assumption that people are psychologically broken and need to be fixed. We will talk about how seeing people as innately healthy will change all of your interactions and outcomes. This is a true paradigm shift, and it simplifies the entire process of dealing with mental distress and allows for more profound and immediate changes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Psychology Has It Backwards. I'm Judy Sedgman, and I'm coming to you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I'm here with my wonderful friend, Christine. Uh, and again, I can't say enough good things about Chris, and we've said so much already that, you know, just trust that we really love each other, and she's a wonderful therapist. Yes, and we're. I'm certainly grateful to be able to do this podcast uh, today with my good friend um, and uh, colleague. I what I love about our um, relationship is that we are always going deeper with each other. So one of us will say something, the other hears it deeper, and then they take it deeper. And we we have so much respect for each other's wisdom that we come up with something new and we get great insights. I mean, for me, I get lots of great insights just listening to you. So, Well, I yeah. do too from listening to you. And I keep thinking it's sort of like the Williams sisters playing tennis. You know, <laughs> it's like they both made each other better over time, you know, because yeah. I guess coming from respect and gratitude. But So today we are going to talk about gratitude because we're coming upon uh, you know, what in the United States is celebrated as Thanksgiving, but there's always a good reason to celebrate the beautiful feeling of gratitude, which I, you know, grew up being told to be grateful for things, you know, like your parents say, oh, you know, be sure to write to your aunt so-and-so and thank them for the gift they sent you or thank somebody for inviting you over or thank somebody for bringing their toy over to play with you or something. And I had this idea growing up that gratitude was attached to things that you got because it, I lived in, an, as we all did, in an outside-in world, which is where psychology still is, that things come at you and then you react to them and that reaction is your feeling. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really until I got involved in the three principles that I realized that gratitude is inside of me. It has nothing to do with anything outside of me. That a feeling of gratitude is just a beautiful feeling in which you feel at ease and at peace and connected to and grateful for life just for the very fact that here you are and the whole world is spread before you and you can think anything you want to and and that just to be alive is a beautiful thing. And I was, uh, we recently have been doing this series of book readings of Sid's books in the Three Principles Global Community. <clears throat> and so we've been rereading all the books and I happened to come back to the two passages in The Missing Link about gratitude which I think says so much. And it's on, for those of you who have the book, it's on page 131. Gratitude and satisfaction have wonderful effects on our souls. They open our minds, clearing the way for wisdom and contentment to enter. Once you become grateful, 
the prison bars of your mind will fall away. Peace of mind and contentment will be yours. And that, you know, I thought about the prison bars of your mind. What an amazing image. Because I've often thought that we get imprisoned by our own habitual thinking. You know, we get so lost in believing our own thoughts that we don't, you know, we're, we're stuck in there. You know, stuck inside the box of our, our ego, our intellectual ideas about life. And what he's saying is when you develop this beautiful feeling inside yourself, when you wake up to that, to gratitude as kind of an essence of our very being, uh, the prison bars fall away because you realize those are just thoughts that, that I've taken seriously, but I didn't have to. And gratitude is, transcends all of that thinking. And, um, and I, I really wish, you know, in my heart, I wish for the whole world that people could find that feeling because it would set so many people free from the troubled thinking that, that the world is kind of stuck in right now. Yeah. You know, um, we're almost to Thanksgiving. Um, I think this probably will, uh, be on the week of Thanksgiving. And um, it's kind of funny how we set aside a day to yeah. be grateful. You know, we set aside yeah. a day to be thankful. And then we uh, eat a really good meal and we get with family or friends. And we have this day of allowing ourselves to be grateful. And yeah. it cracks me up because so many people get into fights and they have all kinds of stuff go on at their family get together. <laughs> it's like the last thing that people think about sometimes. So people are thinking about like getting the meal ready and whether the kids are in the house to eat or not and all kinds of things that get in the way of us feeling that. But I, I love even the fact that we have the holiday. Like it's uh, like there's some knowing in us that, we should be taking time to feel gratitude. And to me, gratitude is, that's the difference is you can like think gratitude, like, oh, I'm so grateful that you did this for me. Oh, I'm so grateful that you did this. And being struck by gratitude, like being, having it well up within you for absolutely no reason. Like you just suddenly see something different in your life and you're, you're filled with that gratitude you were talking about for life. That you see the, the, the majesty of creation. And that ability to even see that is like so uh, powerful for people. So it happens, you know, all the time where you get, suddenly you're struck by, um, the the care of of someone maybe if you fall down and someone tries to help you or if you like little things like um flying on an airplane and i can't get my bag up over my head because of my shoulder and so somebody always comes and helps me get it up in the overhead you know like i'm so oh thank you so much because otherwise i gotta call the flight attendant and they're sometimes shorter than i am you know and it's uh, (laughs) it it it's but for that little moment, right? But like living in gratitude, just think what that would be like if we could mm-hmm. just be living in the feeling of gratitude so that we're, we take the time to when someone holds the door for you, you acknowledge that little piece of aloha the person is sharing with you. 
mm-hmm. you know, that you're so present in the moment that you can see the things that you're grateful for rather than kind of think about them when told, okay, it's Thanksgiving now, what am I grateful for? You know, that we can think grateful thoughts, right? Oh, I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that. But there's something different when your state of mind goes deeper into the feeling of gratitude, yeah? It was funny because, um, you know, I do my my violent men's group, as you guys all know by now if you listen to this podcast. And um, one of the assignments was to listen to The Great Illusion, Sidney Banks's um talk that he did uh, called The Great Illusion. And it was really interesting because I'm thinking that they'll come back and be able to see how their thoughts trick them and create the illusion. And they all came back with being struck with gratitude. Now, these are guys that have to be in this domestic violence anger management group. They don't want to be there. And they don't come to learn the principles because they met somebody whose life was changed. They are there because the court is making them come and they're kind of oppositional anyway. Right. So being told you have to do something never goes over well with somebody that doesn't like to be told what to do. So, um, but I was so struck by the feeling that they had. And what was different was that these guys who usually are blaming everybody else for their problems, usually focusing on, you know, how, you know, they've been unjustly uh, charged with whatever it is that got them there. And they listened to that and they felt such gratitude for their friends, for the people in sobriety that had helped them, for uh, uh, what, how much they'd learned for themselves and some of them for being sent to this group. But y- wow. you, can, you could feel this feeling of quietness that came with it, that quietness is where um, those deeper feelings come from and they well up in us instead of like thinking it like you can think gratitude right you can say oh I'm so grateful for you like some of the guys actually come into group it's funny because they come in and go oh I'm so grateful for this group I'm so grateful for what everybody shares I'm so grateful that I've been in treatment you can see they got the intellectual line that they should be grateful but yeah they don't, there's no feeling beneath that. Mm -hmm. That's a really interesting distinction, I think, Chris, because like I started, you know, we're taught to say thank you. But we, when we feel gratitude, it's like it's beyond saying it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a way of being in the world that gives you, um, a connection to people that takes that takes differences away. So you feel, you know, I, I think when I when I'm in that feeling, which isn't always, but when I'm in that feeling of gratitude, you know, I can look at anybody and and see the beauty in them. You know, it's just like, isn't this amazing? It, you know, you suddenly just get this feeling like I I often get it when I, I, the first time that I can remember experiencing it after I'd learned the principles, I was in California and I was at an aquarium and I, I, I think it was in Long Beach and there was this little creature that was like a little um, fish, what do you, oh, the little fish that looked like dragons. I can't remember the name of them now, but anyway, it was, um, 
you know, the, the little ones that are stand up straight and look like dragons and just kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, this was horses. the most beautiful. Seahorses. Seahorses. Yes. This was just the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. It was, it was almost transparent and it was so graceful. I mean, it just was like moving through the water. You couldn't even tell how it was propelling itself. And it had this peaceful little face. I was just looking at this little fish and I thought, how amazing that so many tiny, beautiful things exist in the world that we never even see, but they're there. It's like the world is just filled with beauty and, and with, with the stuff that satisfies your soul. It's just there. And, and we, we walk around like it wasn't even there. And, and, you know, half the time, I mean, we have no idea how many flowers we've never seen, how many little creatures we've never seen. And I, I just stood there for a long time in wonder at this incredibly tiny, beautiful, perfect thing that just lived under the sea, you know? And I, and I, and I thought, oh yeah, that's, that's the feeling. That's what we're looking for in life is that it's so beautiful. It's so peaceful. It's so transcends all of the differences and all of the nitpicky negative things that we can come up with, which we all do. And it just take, transports you, transports you beyond yourself. And, and honestly, that, that feeling is natural to us. That's the thing that's so amazing. Once we quiet our minds, it, it's not like we have to look for it or reach for it or, you know, induce it. It's there. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I, I think how wonderful it is that, that when we're quiet, all the things that we worry about in life just sort of disappear. You know, you get into a quiet state and you think it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Life is beautiful. You know, I was just this afternoon, I visited my son-in-law, Conrad, who is my daughter's husband, who is an incredible artist. He's just amazing. And he had finally had a, he's rented a studio where he's got wall space to hang some of these huge pieces that he's done. And they are just exquisite. And I was, and I was standing there looking at it and I said, Conrad, I just, can't imagine what it would be like to to do one of these things and step back from it and realize I just made this. And Conrad said, well, the funny part about it is it never seems like it's me. Hmm. You know, I don't even know how I did that. (laughs) And he said, but that's the beauty of art, you know, in his world, because he is an artist, he just gets transported into this seeing beauty that that is beyond you know some of these things are just very abstract but they're so beautiful and they're just beyond the imagination of most people and and it's not something that he can sit down and say now I'm going to imagine something beautiful and paint it it's like he said I just get this urge to do something and I start doing it and I don't even know where it's coming from and that's kind of the feeling that gratitude is like you just feel this uh all all deep feelings, I guess, are that way. But gratitude is an especially nice one because it gives you warmth and a sense of belonging. You know, like life is good and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it it to me it's it comes in different ways too. 
you know, like when you see a, a human being, like in our work, we're blessed. We're truly blessed because we watch people that everyone else would give up on. And we're able to watch them transform their lives and yes. become like different people. And, and there's no greater honor than that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where that feeling comes from, you know, because I'm not thinking that I did it. And I'm not thinking that they even necessarily did it because frequently they, they start going in the right direction and it happens to them. They're transformed as rather than they transform themselves. And you see the power of life, of mind, of God to create such beauty. Right. And to have people interact from that space is so touching. And it brings tears to our eyes, right? Yeah. Like that whole experience, like I'd never felt that until I started learning the principles. Like I'd see people cry because they were happy. And I'd be like, kind of like the RCA dog, like, what is that? Crying and they're happy. <laughs> Talking your head. <laughs> yeah, what is that? And, um, and now sometimes like if I'm talking sometimes about Sid Banks frequently, I'll do that. I'll just get so filled with gratitude that I can't, talk. I'm crying. It's like the feeling is just gets so powerful in me. I got to kind of do a jig before I can get back to talking again, but it's not something I can do. It's just something that happens to me when I point myself in that direction. And it's really a deeper gratitude for the power of life to create and us to be a part of that. I mean, if you think about it, the fact that there is a reality at all is Truly amazing. Yeah. You know, I had a client uh, years ago, but I'll never forget this woman because it, it happened right, in, like you say, right before our eyes sometimes. And, and then you just don't know. It's like you think, oh, it's like a miracle. Mm-hmm. But it, it is just the miracle of life, you know, expressing itself when people find quietude mm-hmm. and look in that direction. But So I have this client who came in and she was a single mom and she had two kids that were preteen and they were kind of getting hard to handle. And she had a job that was, you know, intense and she had to work long hours and, you know, she had trouble making ends meet and she was, you know, she was divorced and her ex-husband was making child payments according to their divorce agreement was good about it, but it wasn't enough money for growing kids that needed tennis shoes and all the things that her kids needed for their sports and stuff. And she was just a wreck. She came in, she was like, uh, she was just completely beside herself. And she said, I just don't know what to do. I can't change my life. I've got these two kids. I'm going to raise them. I'm trying to be the best mom I can be. And she was talking a million miles an hour and just everything was wrong. And something occurred to me. I mean, just while I was listening to her, I talk, I thought, God, there's, you know, she has two healthy kids and she's a lovely person and she really loves being a mother. She, you know, you can tell that she really loves her kids and she wants to be a good mother and her parents live nearby and they babysit for the kids. I mean, there were some little buried treasures in the story, but she wasn't seeing it that way. And I thought, I wonder if she's ever considered things that she appreciates in her life. 
And so that kept occurring to me. So finally, you know, we've learned over time that when wisdom is trying to tell you something, it keeps coming back to mind. And so I thought, I know this is weird, but I'm just going to stop her from this, you know, cascade of negativity and ask her if there's anything she's grateful for. And so I did. And, and she stopped. And at first she gave me this funny look like she was kind of resenting the question. But then she stopped and she slowed down and she said, well, why, yeah, I guess there, there are things that I'm grateful for. And I said, well, could you talk about some of them? And she said, well, my kids are really great kids and they're really healthy and they enjoy school and they're doing well and they love their sports and their friends. They have a really nice, you know, growing up life. And we live in a good neighborhood. They're not in trouble. They've not, you know, they have nice friends to play with. And and then my parents, they love their grandparents. And my parents live right down the street. She's telling me the same things. That's what I'm saying. Right. But now she's seeing it with different eyes. Right. And that's what happens when your feeling state changes. The world just suddenly looks like a different world. Yes. So I, you know, when she got through this lit- litany of things that were going, she liked her job. She had good friends at work. You know, she had, and she had a chance to go out some evenings because her parents were always happy to stay with the kids. So she did, she had a social life that, you know, she didn't have to pay a babysitter and all the stuff that was negative suddenly turned positive. And then she started laughing and she said, I'm telling you the same stuff, aren't I? <laughs> But it feels so different. And I, and I pointed out that that's what gratitude does. When you get that feeling, when you look in that direction, it's right there. It's in our hearts and souls. And all we have to do is quiet down and look there. And suddenly we look out through our eyes and the whole world that we live in, that's the same world we were in 10 minutes ago, suddenly looks like a really nice place. And it's astonishing. And I've seen it happen so many times. And it really was a moment for her that just transformed her within herself. She said to me when she left the session, I've never had an experience like this before. She said, I feel like a different person right now. And I, and I had to point out to her, well, that's great. And you can't count on it being true forever. You know, you'll have your ups and downs. But now you know that that's there. That you know that's there for you. That's in your heart. That's who you are when you're not overthinking your life, you know, and when you see that happen, honestly, when Chris said we're blessed, I just brought tears to my eyes because we are very blessed. That's why neither of us ever want to retire (laughs) because it's so incredibly such a privilege to, to just be in love with the human spirit and see it come to life. And, you know, the field of psychology actually has lots of people that kind of make gratitude be a good thing. Like people do gratitude journals, right? right? And, and, but it's like trying to remind yourself of what you're grateful for rather than being in a feeling of gratitude. Right. Right. It, and if you're not in a good state of mind, you're going to have trouble coming up with anything to be grateful for <laughs> because yeah. none of it looks very, very good to you. Doesn't, you can't yeah. see it through the eyes of, of that feeling of gratitude. Right. So, you know, it's, it's like we, we all know that gratitude is a good thing. You know, like I remember when I was a stepmother, I had to teach my 
stepson to send thank you notes. You know, like it was telling <laughs> to me that he didn't send thank you notes. So I thought, you have to learn this. You've got to be showing gratitude for people when they take the time to send you a gift and wish you a happy birthday. And you and 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 did that work? No, no. But um, <laughs> I, I did. I did try to make the effort. But just by focusing on living from gratitude, that's how you teach your children how to be find that feeling because mm-hmm. there's nothing I, I don't know that there's much deeper than that it's like you right. get touched by that feeling whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. and you realize you're part of something bigger than you and yeah. that you're seeing how it plays out in life but by getting up in your head and going through your memories of all the stuff you have or the what people have done for you and how lucky you are in your life. I mean, there's sometimes I think that happens with different kinds of groups that people belong to. They, they like act. uh, They they think that acts of gratitude are the same as the feeling of gratitude. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, acts of gratitude are not bad. You know, on Thanksgiving, going down and helping the homeless is a good thing. Um, you know, on uh, 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 giving money to the food shelter so that people can celebrate their Thanksgiving Day. That, those are all good things to do and mm-hmm. wonderful things that come from your spirit. But letting yourself feel grateful for yeah. the gift of life, that's, that's a deeper thing. That's beautiful, Chris. And, you know, with that, I think that says it all. Yes, well, we're all grateful uh, for you all for listening to us yes. and uh, for being a part of our lives and to listening to us share our, our uh, the Hawaiians call our, our um, ah, can't think of it, mana'o. We're, we're going to sh- share our mana'o with you. It's our, our wisdom, our uh the understanding that we've gotten as a result of been so lucky to have run into Mr. Sidney Banks and have our lives changed as a result of understanding just how this whole thing of life works. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to say one last thing about Sid Banks is that he was always surprised and grateful that he had this profound experience that, allowed him to see something beyond what was known in the world of psychology at the time. And it, w- it was such an act of humility when he would talk about it. Yes. And that's part of gratitude, too. You realize it's not me. <laughs> it's, it's something within me that just woke up. That's right. So wake up for Thanksgiving if you celebrate it and have a wonderful day filled with love and gratitude. Aloha. Bye-bye. We hope you heard something new and that you will continue to join us to challenge the prevailing thinking about the possibilities for health in everyone. To subscribe to the podcast, visit our website at psychologyhasitbackwards.com.